0: Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I also encourage you, if you're a fan of films of the 1980s like I am, you will definitely get a kick out of my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies. You can find a link to that by going to my website. That's at Quipster.net. Today I'm going to be getting into a film that is getting a lot of critical acclaim out there, including a lot of Oscar nominations. It's called Little Women, and it's a film that is written and directed by Greta Gerwig, who gave us Lady Bird, my favorite film, from 2017. It's, of course, based on the novel by Louisa May Alcott. Saoirse Ronan is in the film, along with Florence Pugh, Timothy Chalamet, Emma Watson, Laura Dern, Eliza Scanlon, Louis Garrel, Chris Cooper and Meryl Streep, as well as Tracy Letts. PG-rated, it does have thematic elements and brief smoking. The runtime is 2 hours and 15 minutes. Now this is, of course, bringing back Louisa May Alcott's much-beloved and oft adapted novel of the same name. I think this is maybe the seventh or eighth adaptation to the big screen, at least notable one for Little Women. It does relate the story of the four March sisters. They grew up in their humble existence in 19th century Massachusetts. Greta Gerwig here is adapting the screenplay and directing the feature, although it is an age-old story, but it does have an eye for a modern audience under Gerwig's direction. Her eye for authenticity is impeccable in her second solo effort, as a director, and she's really coming off here one excellent feature after another. Her personal comedic drama, Lady Bird, really set the mold for her, but this is giving someone else's voice to her instead of a personal vision. Although she really does make it her own, Little Women comes across feeling no less personal, even though the story and the setting and the era are not Gerwig's. As a novel, Little Women had been published in two volumes, the first one in 1868 and the other in 1869, but the volumes ended up being combined in the film. They are interwoven together in this rearranged timeline that jumps back and forth and it spotlights the hopes of these sisters and their dreams as teenagers, and then they temper those ambitions with the grimmer realities of the real world when they're in their adulthood. The film spins the yarn of the four young sisters with artistic and romantic ambitions. Their names are Joe and Amy and Meg and Beth, and they're living with their mother, Marmee, while their father is off fighting in the Civil War. Now, much of the film concentrates on Joe's story, played by Sir Sharonin. And that's regarding her ambition and her struggle to become a published writer. And we meet her first at a newspaper editor's office, who ends up chopping up her story and then paying her less than usual to publish it, but Joe is ecstatic that her work, even diminished by this editor, is going to appear in the paper. And throughout the course of the film, we see Joe's maturation. She finds her voice, both as a writer and as a woman. The artistic Amy, the second oldest sister, played by Florence Pugh, she takes a sizable secondary role, not only as an actor, but also as a sister here. Mostly stems from Amy's possible romance with Laurie, played by Timothy Chalamet, as well as her difficulty in accepting that the only real path to achieve financial success for a woman in this era of society is to marry a rich man. The third spotlighted is Meg, played by Emma Watson, who wants to be an actress, but who's married for love with this tutor of lower means. And last is Beth, this promising pianist who ends up suffering due to scarlet fever and she becomes the reason the family stays bonded together at some point in their lives. Now, for Greta Gerwig, Little Women does represent a story that she has carried since her youth. Her mother read it to her when she was very, very young, and then she had reread it several times throughout her childhood and into her early teens. Around the age 15 was the last time she read it until her early 30s, and she found when she read it as an adult that a lot of it resonated with her in a very different, very personal way that did not strike her when she read it as a teenager. And what once seemed like a heartwarming and old fashioned tale when she was young now read like a modern, topical book underneath. Her familiarity with the March sisters and their story come through in this film, and you can sense what parts Gerwig may have found meaningful from Alcott's writing by what she's decided to showcase thematically on the screen. You can tell from the narrative that both Alcott and Gerwig identify with Jo the most among the sisters. She's a storyteller and a woman who has to traverse in this field that is largely dominated by men at the top, something that both Alcott and Gerwig have to deal with as storytellers in their own respective fields. The desire to adapt Little Women for a new generation, it really started back in 2013. Sony Pictures felt that the last major adaptation was approaching 20 years old. They needed something for a new generation. The 1994 version with Winona Ryder was very well respected and much beloved, but they want something that people have not seen before. So they ended up going with a script by then newcomer Olivia Milch, but that ended up not panning out. It was rejected. And things went into limbo until producer Amy Pascal took over the project. Pascal made it her mission to emphasize female-led stories and filmmakers in her productions and she began discussions with Sarah Polly. Initially in 2015, with this option for Polly to direct if they decide to go with her adaptation, Gerwig, during this time, heard about their intentions to make a film of Little Women in 2016, and she immediately petitioned to be the one to write the script, and she was given the go-ahead when Polly became wrapped up with another project, Netflix's miniseries called Alias Grace. Once Lady Bird ended up getting released in 2017 to soaring critical acclaim, Sony asked if she'd like to also direct from her script. So hers would be different, though, because while... Others who have adapted Little Women see it as a tale of family and sisterhood primarily. Gerwig saw it as more governed by money issues and passion for art and what it means to be a woman. To have money in this era gives you freedom, freedom to pursue your art, something that women have rarely been afforded to up to that point in history. And to help flesh out the story to mirror Alcott's life, Gerwig ended up consulting more than just the Little Women novel. Her diaries, her letters, her other novels. She used some of her entries in her diaries and her letters to add flavor to the bits of dialogue and to merge them with Joe's story. Especially Joe and Alcott almost become one and the same here. Her decision to layer the stories with this back and forth in the timeline comes from this contrast between the two volumes in the book. The first volume is much more crowd-pleasing in its telling, and it ranges from one Christmas to another. That's usually the one that most people adapt when they do adapt Little Women. There's this second volume to the film that concentrates more on the relationships and the marriages of the sisters as they grow into adulthood, and that contrasts their dreams and sacrifices that they've made. In both volumes, Beth becomes ill, and what occurs to her in each of the sets is sets the tone of the work with the first volume representing the compromises that Alcott made to get her story published while the second shifts more toward semi-autobiographical viewpoints you know given that many adaptations only concentrate on the first volume of the sisters as young girls you know those are usually crafted as heartwarming tales of christmas and family unity Gerwig's treatment really breaks the mold for little women. It shows the girls as adults facing the realities that young women of aspiration faced in Alcott's day to find their own paths in life, only to be constantly told that their journey has to be tied to a man to achieve anything. The first volume resonated with Gerwig and to many readers as young girls. The second volume resonated much more to Gerwig when she was an adult. Gerwig's Little Women is what Alcott wrote that stuck with her when she was viewing it with the eyes of an adult. Alcott wrote her volumes in her mid-30s with that perspective in mind, that looking back at her childhood, Gerwig here adapting the book in her mid-30s, keeping in mind, viewing Alcott's writing with a similar perspective on where they are in life as struggling talents in their respective fields. The dialogue was written so that the actors would end up talking over one another on occasion very frequently, much like a real conversation might, especially with this family of a mother and four sisters who really know each other very well and are not afraid to share their ideas whenever a thought strikes. The actors are not stationary in this film at all. They usually perform actions as they talk or walk and to a room and into another room in a way that draws out how people might do so in real life gerwig felt that period pieces don't necessarily need to move slowly because in their own times they were the bustling and modern era you know they were the most modern era up to that point there's plenty of dancing here of singing and running and feeling alive and A naturalistic flow to these performances that are given due to the well-rehearsed and choreographed interactions, all of that makes Little Women feel less scripted and stiff, even though a lot of this dialogue comes straight from the novel. Gerwig places a good deal of emphasis on keeping the action moving on the screen, with shots of people running and spinning and twirling and just being active, and that moves the story in a propulsive way that keeps viewers engaged from a visual standpoint. These women are restless, and so is the camera. Now it's an odd thing to see the film play on these two levels, one of Joe March as a character in the book, and the other as Joe March who is the author of her own story. Gerwig makes a concerted effort to draw the connection between Joe March and Louisa May Alcott in this seamless way, and more than this, to make the connection between Joe and Louisa, and then Greta herself, and then any young woman who has dreamt of pursuing her artistic desires and feeling undermined by this male-dominated structure that tells women how they should be and what it means to be a woman, often coming from the mouth of a man who thinks he knows more about how women feel and think than the woman who's actually putting herself out there with her own thoughts and feelings... Little Women does benefit from a very strong cast here, Saoirse Ronan delivering another fantastic performance that's worthy of the highest accolades, and as great as she is, there are others who end up delivering very strong and memorable character performances, most notably Florence Pugh as Joe's younger sister, Amy. She's anguished by not only her lifelong struggle with feeling inferior to her free-spirited older sister, but by others who she may feel have more talent at expressing themselves as artists in the manner that she actively pursues. She claims that she either wants to be great or be nothing, so it's a heartbreaking realization later when she comes to the conclusion that she may not actually be destined for the greatness to which she aspires. Timothy Chalamet also provides the requisite charm as Laurie, who's caught between the loves of two sisters who seem to want to make something more of themselves before they might choose to settle down into societal expectations. Emma Watson, she was a last-minute addition to the film, so not as rehearsed as the others. She replaced the originally cast Emma Stone, who left due to scheduling conflicts, but you know, she adds her nice personality here. Not as strong in her role as the others, but definitely holds the weight for that performance there. There's a telling line in this film. It's delivered by the French actor Louis Gorel, who plays Joe's German boarding house critic friend Friedrich Baer. He states Shakespeare was the greatest poet who ever lived because he smuggled his poetry. In popular works, and as with Shakespeare, so too is with Greta Gerwig, who takes this wholly popular work, like Little Women, and smuggles in her own distinctive and personal insights regarding womanhood, artistic expression, and the way money influences are infused through judicious selections from the original artist's own words and expressions throughout the entire body of Alcott's work. The best happy ending here is not of a wedding so much as of a woman who comes into her own as a professional storyteller and a controller of her own destiny, both in front of and, as it turns out, behind the camera. And for that, I will give Little Women four stars out of four. Four stars on my scale means that I do recommend it to everyone. I think this is a truly wonderful film. Greta Gerwig, two for two, as far as I'm concerned, delivering just really great films that are going to last for decades and be cherished for many people who view them, not only in their youth, but much later in life as well. So four stars out of four is what I give 2019's Little Women. If you have your own thoughts on little women and you want to impart them to me, you can find my contact information at my website. That's at quipster.net, q-w-i-p-s-t-e-r.net. You can find links to my Twitter feed, Facebook page, my Instagram. You can even just email me and you'll find all of that at my website at quipster.net. Until next time, thanks so much for listening. And please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies.